Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Deal Machine Investing Podcast, where we have a special guest, Brent Daniels, who teaches us that the path to financial freedom starts with finding discounted properties. And he teaches us everything we need to know about wholesaling real estate through a network of successful wholesalers on the live call with step-by-step -step education and real-world examples. The Masterclass is a call we do live at Deal Machine every Wednesday, and it's available for every pro member of Deal Machine, which is $99 a month. If you want to join, just sign up for a seven-day free trial of Deal Machine as a pro member, and you'll automatically get invited to check out this awesome community. Brent Daniels is going to lead us through an amazing episode of the podcast, and if you've gotten any value from the podcast so far, leave us a review. It helps us produce more content like this to get you over the edge to financial freedom. The Deal Machine REI Podcast. Everything you need to know to get started in real estate investing. How are you, brother? There we go. Hey, doing good, man. Doing awesome. good. Can you, hear, can you hear me okay? Huh? <laughs> I said, can you hear me okay? I can't hear you. Really? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with me. Uh, <laughs> there he is. He's still got. Um, Can I get my bell? Oh yeah, I don't think so. Let's see here. Um, is this this is live, right? Be it's it'll be live for uh, we've got a bunch of people in the waiting room, but we will do this is recorded as well. So we're doing we're gonna have probably I mean like last time we have. Uh, you know, anywhere between 50 to hundred people probably. And yep. then, and then we'll uh, send it out over social afterwards as well and email in a couple of different places. So cool. Um, awesome. There we go. So I'll, I'll start letting people in here in a second. You actually came up. Um, we had, there's one guy, I can't remember if I ever connected him with you, but he has worked. There's David. There you go. Uh, there's one guy that's hair um, check. Hair check. Hair check. <laughs> Looking good. Bicep check. There we go. <laughs> uh, he nice. He uh, has consulted with like Rich Dad before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, he's moving to uh, Phoenix. And I know he's got like another partner that I feel like would be really good referral partners for you guys for like your Rhino stuff. So um, would you be cool with me connecting him with you, um, since, especially since he's in town? Love it. Okay. Cool. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They, I know. Um, he, I think he consults for a couple different groups and think they could just be, I think, good affiliates for you uh, as well. So awesome. Um, what, what, what do they consult? Um, the, uh, that group is, they do more like, I think it's a more like a paid, like broader financial stuff, like crypto and stocks and all kinds of stuff, but they don't really cool. have like a go-to guy for real estate yet. Um, so I, I, he's like, Hey, who do you know? Who's great on the, especially the wholesaling side, you know, buddy. So um there's only day. one answer there we go <laughs> love it um awesome Matt, i love how you wrote what we're doing here on your do you like that <laughs> got the got the uh the whiteboard we're in class in session <laughs> what do you like my new office space Looking is that great. a screen or did you just turn your desk around it's your screen you'll never know david <laughs> <laughs> is that an ai office space can you, like can you make the uh Rhino run through this. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. There we go. What? Dude. Whoa. That was insane. That was insane. That, Holy that's cow. Right. There's a rhino behind you. That's right. <laughs> so Good tell stuff, us man. about rhinos. Why do you like rhinos so much? It actually goes quite along with the, uh, um, I don't know what I'm saying. The that's ethos true. of wholesaling yes. Inc. Yeah, well, so Rhinoceros Success has been around for a while by Scott Alexander, and it's just a phenomenal quick read on staying focused, right? Having a goal and and charging at it like a 9,000-pound snorting rhinoceros, right? Not overthinking, kind of being dumb, running at it, like taking it, to, you know, taking on any challenges, any torpedoes, as he calls it, with your thick skin and, and being able to um, just stay focused on one goal at a time and getting to that goal and then moving on. And I think that it's critical as a real estate entrepreneur to stay focused on what you're building 
because and and build an actual business out of it because um we are constantly approached with different cool opportunities and uh, they take up our attention and attention management the it's it's not infinite and so if we take our attention off of um you know the goal that we had set to try to do something else and try to do it all that's when burnout happens that's when we see real real big ups and downs in our business so um the rhino is just about charging it's about not overthinking it's about taking action it's about um you know making sure that um you don't take things too personal and uh, you achieve the goals that you're looking at. And so that's that's the whole rhino tribe and rhinoceros success. And just as a side note, which is kind of crazy, um, this one that I'm holding here in my hands is, in fact, my inheritance from my grandma. I got a uh, I got a Ziploc, a gallon size Ziploc bag from my grandma with some pictures of myself, which she no longer wanted. She's not dead. She lives next door to me in an assisted living, but she gave me uh, pictures of myself and this book. And it has her signature in it from 1985. Your and grandma so, read that in 1985. Isn't that wild? I had no idea that book was such an old book. That's amazing. That's it. So, what a timeless book that's still relevant today. It's incredible. Paul Myers is here. Glowing. Yeah, Bill I am. Wow, you're in her here. That's awesome. Great I mean, I've had so much Brent Daniels and David Lecco in the last two days being on both of you guys' podcasts. I just couldn't get enough. I had to be here for this too. I'm just telling you, you know, you 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 hang around with us long enough, Paul, and that other side of your head, that hair's gonna grow in, bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna grow in. I promise. Well, I've got I've got to acknowledge a first. We have Alex who's joined us from a boat. I see him. He's either on a lake or the ocean. I'm not sure which, but that's what I'm calling charging ahead with your goals. Actually, I think he just signed off. Where'd he go? But Matt, yeah, well, you- that, yeah, the, the boat only has service for so long. Do you see his, his glasses? Those are some boat and glasses right there. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's blocking all that water ahead. coming at his face. That's great. <laughs> well, thanks for being on here, guys. This is incredible. Absolutely. Um, We've got um, people from all over. Do you mind if, if, if you guys could in the, in the top right or the bottom or wherever, there's like three little uh, dots. Can you put where you guys do business? Like what market you guys are in? Just so if you have, if, if we get into a discussion, I can kind of cater it to your market. Um, that would be really, really awesome. It's just like actually on your, you have to go to rename. Like, so it shows up on these little boxes. Uh, that would be awesome. There we go. Love it, guys. And welcome everybody on here, too. I know if, if uh, you know, I see a lot of new faces on here. If this is your first time, welcome. I know we host these every single Wednesday afternoon, bringing world-class experts like Brent here to teach on anything related to real estate. We, we cover all kinds of stuff. Today, it's going to be really focused on, on sales and reaching out to sellers, Brent's specialty. But um, our whole goal with these is to really help you invest in yourself, invest in your team, invest in your network. Um, you know, I know we have a networking spreadsheet here. But I can also share for you guys. Um, it's dealmachine.com slash elite. And that's all people who have attended these before who are looking to reach out and network with other people who are, you know, at this level and really investing in their real estate, you know, business and activities. So check out there. Um, we also have a really supportive Facebook group. Um, I'll, I'll throw up that uh, community Facebook group for just deal machine, you know, members in general. I'll, I'll find that for you guys. Um, and then we also have past master classes. Um, at this link here. And really, I mean, David's done an awesome job with his podcast, just curating the best masterclasses. And, you know, that's something, David, if you can put a link to your your podcast in here too, um, that's another really good place to kind of get these replays and, and any of our, our kind of, be, you know, best of the past uh, will be republished on there. We've done, you know, uh, what, 50 of these now, uh, quite, quite a few of these. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, David, if you can, there you go, threw that in there for everybody. Oh, Ryan's on here. Awesome. Nice job, man. Uh, I, I think I know your big win for the week. <laughs> I saw the, the slack with the, you said you, you're at a, uh, where are you watching that dance competition from Ryan with your daughter? Yeah. So we're up in Wisconsin Dells right now where the air quality index is just below 300. <laughs> is yes. that good? Uh, I think normal is 30. So it's like the very unhealthy. Fire is bad. Here. Oh, shoot. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you said your, your daughter got first. In the uh, in the competition, 
Yeah, we just finished up our session today in the hip hop session. Uh, did the best, so pretty good day. Incredible, overall. man. No kidding. Well, thanks for thanks for jumping on for this too. Um, I know for today, our, our main focus is going to be uh, again. Branding is going to be talking about how to add thirty plus deals to your real estate business in the next year. Um, you know, to, to kind of kick things off, David, do you want to lead here with? I know we always start off and try to share some big wins from the week and have some good vibes shared among the community here. So, um, David, you want to kind of lead us through that? Yeah, I mean, I just had a huge win. Just got to interview Paul Myers. He talked about his agent outreach strategy on the podcast. So that was great. Uh, does anyone else have any wins since the last meeting they would like to share? Dennis, I'll go for it. Did you have a... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, so, uh, I mean, uh, I actually am in the process of trying to get my... Uh, my dad, brother, and I have this house that we were working on together and whatnot. So we're trying to just get it sold because we just don't have the time for it anymore to go over there and work on it. It's, it was our project. Uh, and I mean, we found a potential buyer, but she also turned into a potential seller for me. So uh, she actually has a house over in a nicer neighborhood and whatnot and uh, looking at trying to set a meeting and lock that up and and i figure they could probably come close to a five-figure deal for me so that'd be a nice one that's amazing Kiefer. i've also got a few others uh chatting actually it looks like van mawa bought his first flip van you want to tell us about it yes hi everybody i'm new to the real estate game I've been trying to find wholesaling for, I've been trying to find a home for like three months. And luckily my buddy, he was like, I reached out to him, haven't seen him in like 10 years. And he was like, I'm glad you got into the game. He was like, I got a flip. And I was like, you want to do it? He was like, let's do it. And I literally just closed. I, uh, I got my contractor quote this morning, signed everything. Uh, he's going to start in a few weeks because he's trying to finish up his current project. And I'm just pumped up, man. I'm ready to get into the real estate game. It's my first time. I'm pumped up. Uh, I'm going to go cut the lawn this week because he said, don't rely on me. He was like, I'm going to throw you in the wolves with me, even though you pay me. He's like, there's no <laughs> discounts though. So he was like, I'm going to teach you contracting. He was like, I'm going to teach you everything, everything that I know. And he said, this is the only way you're going to learn. Jump in with the wolves and think or swim, man. I was like, oh, great, dude. So well, that's got that's got to feel great after looking for three months, and it's also great if your contractor quote. How much do you think that you would make on this flip if everything goes according to plan? Uh, it's it's actually going to be a, a small profit uh, based upon my calculations. I probably make uh, probably about twenty thousand. Okay, uh, twenty thousand. But if we decide to add the bathroom. I would definitely get about 40, but me and him are kind of like deciding because he's like, let me, let, let me go check with, uh, if I can get, get some windows because out here, he was like the last house that we did, he was like, they told me it's a eight week hold for windows. So that's, that's something that I've learned on the way. And if anybody knows a way around that, how to get windows a lot faster, let me know, man, send me a message, but it's about 20 grand profit. If we add the third bedroom, uh, yeah. It'll be about another 20,000, but okay. if you guys know how to help, help me find windows, let me know, man, because <laughs> well, we've got the networking section uh, of the masterclass actually. So it's a good time for Ryan, if you could post that in the chat and we could, you can network with anybody who has any ideas for you. sounds like you're going to learn a lot on this very first deal. Start, Thanks for I'm sharing, really, man. Yeah. Thank we, you very much. Yeah. We, we got a few others too. Alex Lakeman actually just locked up a deal yesterday from the lake. Alex, are you still with us? Do you want to tell us about it? Looks like his audio may not be connected. I think he's just got the great view from the lake, but might have to uh, put on the chat there, Alex. Okay. Oh, and then Katie, uh, a returning guest to the master class, um, who actually just got her first contract. So I'm happy to hear that, Katie, after talking with you last week, I think you were going on the appointment. So it looks like it went well, huh? 
It went really well. So we have that um, home under contract and it's only five minutes from, it's five minutes away from Magnolia Shopping Center. So it's pretty cool. Uh, we're going through this one now. Uh, so very how did you How did you find this lead? It actually came to us. Um, so we were calling people on the probate leads that I got. Um, listings. and we've been uh, my AM sorry my my VA had called and the seller ended up calling us back and I had my AM who's also on this call um, and he closed the deal so love it congrats to them so glad they're on the call too <laughs> thank you uh, running down the list, I love all the wins. Um, thanks for sharing that, Katie. Mitch said he's got a $158,000 wholesale deal closed this week. Mitch, that's ginormous. Might be the biggest one we've had on the actual masterclass. Why don't you tell us about it? Hey, thanks. Yeah, biggest uh, biggest deal for my company. Um, it was actually a web lead, but uh, this house was on our DFD list um, that we compiled through Deal Machine as well. So multiple touches kind of got this done. My acquisition manager uh, went in with uh, um, we closed it uh, in five mm -hmm. days and we actually uh, we actually double closed it and had a buy had multiple buyers right away and uh, and closed it at 158k profit. Plus we paid 15k to the agent who brought the buyer to us on top of that. So that was a net 158 to us. Um, it was in Stockton, California. Um, and uh, we're based out of Northern California here. Wow, congratulations, 158,000. Brent, can you ring the bell? Come on. That's amazing. Oh, I can't hear it, <laughs> but we saw it. Um, I, I might, it might have been too loud for the microphone to handle. Uh, dude, great job, Mitch. I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I want to know, what are you going to do with $158,000? I am uh, I'm reinvesting it, of course, into the business, into more marketing. Uh, I'm going to make sure my deal machine uh, 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 top level membership stays intact for another year and uh, and keep plugging along. Man, you could afford the membership for about the rest of your life with that. Let's hear uh, <laughs> let's hear a couple more wins. Nathan Faust, uh, what's your win that you have to share? So. Um... Uh, so this week, this has been a heck of a week, um, but I hired my first VA. Um, this VA is going to help me uh, scrape leads. So my current form of lead generation is going to be code violations through uh, a public, public source um, through the city of Baltimore, Maryland. And that's big. <laughs> Hiring my first VA, I had no idea how to, uh, you know, interview her, but I just went with it and it was, it was success. Congratulations on your new VA. That's great. Thank you. Paul Myers, your next step. I saw you have your hand raised and then we're going to go to Dennis and Robert. Three quick things. Number one, I booked my airfare to fly to Indy for the deal machine mastermind, October 11th and 12th. I'm pumped for that. That's a win. Number two, Brent, can I mention your visit to Augusta? Is that yeah. kosher? Absolutely. Brent is coming. He's booked his airfare to come visit me in Augusta for the 2024 Masters Golf Tournament. Let's go, baby. That's going to be incredible. And number three, I'm buying a, a – this, this is only the second personal referral I've gotten in two and a half years. But I'm buying a personal referral from a guy I know from my, my country club's pool. So I've been sitting by him at the pool. And he knows I buy houses because of the magnets on my Land Rover. And so he brought me this deal. I mean, it's going to be a break-even cash flow, but it's the nicest zip code in my entire 10 zip code market. And I'm going to have $70,000 equity in it from day one. Whoa, that's amazing. I'm super jealous you get to hang out with Brent and go to the Masters. That's so nice. And also, man, congratulations on all. You always have good stuff. I can't wait to see you at the Mastermind. Uh, for those who don't know, we just did it uh, last year for the first time. It was 15 people who've done at least 100K in their business, uh, came to hang out in Indianapolis for two days and share best practices and help each other solve their problems. 
We also played basketball, had some really epic dinners um, and had a blast. So Paul, I can't wait for you to come back. Let's do it again, baby. Let's run it back. Please open up your podcast app right now and leave us a review and let us know what you thought of this episode. It means so much because the reviews help us get in front of more people. And the more people we can get in front of, the more we can help them achieve financial freedom. And we also get more energy to put more content out like this to help you. So by leaving us a review, it will give you more content to come to help you along in your journey. Thank you so much. All right, Dennis, you're up next. You're on mute. And then the, the link I just put, I think Dennis is working with his phone, uh, dealmachine.com slash academy if you want more info on that event. Dennis, we're here for you when you're ready. Um, there should be like a little microphone button. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah, my big win was um, OCAD a competition in Michigan. This is Robert from Michigan. Uh, I want to say what up to Matt and you guys, Paul, Brian. Uh, but yeah, OCAD a competition, and I um, ended up being the grand prize winner. So I, I believe I'm supposed to get like a, a year subscription to Deal Machine. So I'm really excited about that. So that's kind of like my big win. Um, I've been messing around with it, and um, I customized some of the mailers for um, like, let's just say some of these distressed properties have like tall grass. And one of my buddies, he has a, a landscaping company. So I actually geared up one of the postcards to say, hey, um, would you like to get your grass cut? And um, I got him a couple of um, leads that way. So now he's out uh, doing a little bit of landscaping. So um, actually those postcards work and I'm um, gonna start building up maybe, and you guys should also do that. Maybe create like some templates for like um, if we want to like target like maybe some commercial properties or um, maybe even people with vacant land. I actually got a uh, one of the cards that I, that I created was for vacant land and I actually got a, a read off of that one as well. So, um, but yeah, that's my big win. So I'm a grand prize winner. So yeah, woohoo! <laughs> so that's awesome. So you're actually customizing the postcards in Deal Machine before you're sending them out? Correct, correct, yeah. So I got like maybe um, several for commercial, land, um, you know, make an offer, um, you know, do you want to list your uh, property? So I got like five different cards just already, just ready to go. Just, you know, cause different properties, you can't really just, you know, some you can just use canned statements, but um, other properties you need to kind of like gear it or tailor it to uh, that specific property. So um, some of them I um, actually customized myself. Gotcha. Man, congratulations. And you think people respond better when you customize it to, to being vacant land or commercial? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Thanks for sharing. We got one more that came in uh, late. Fred Robertson just got a deal from a postcard he sent a year and a half ago. Fred, tell us about yeah. that deal. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so I got a call from a lady and... Uh... She said she had a lot in a, it's kind of a town, uh, maybe 20, 30 miles outside of the Dallas, Fort Worth area. Um, uh, it had a burned down old frame house on it. And uh, she said that she had gotten my postcard a year and a half ago, and which I knew was true because I hadn't driven that area for a long time, right? I knew it had been that long. And so, uh, it had burned, had burned house on it. It was like a hundred years old and uh she told me five grand <laughs> so i bought the house tore the house down for about seven grand and wholesaled it for 40 the lot the builder whoa that's crazy and it crazy it took a year and a half <laughs> crazy good thing you didn't can delete you hear me? your track yeah i can hear you it's a little breaking up but we're getting the gist good thing you didn't delete your tracking phone number came in a year and a half later yeah yeah, it's a, a pretty crazy, you know, that uh, just goes to show, you know, some people on to those things. I, I actually just got a another call the day before yesterday from a lady out in one of these rural towns who has uh, who, who I sent her postcards probably as long ago, year, year and a half ago, too. And I haven't even, you know, visited with her, but she's got multiple houses. Her husband's fallen ill 
and they got a bunch of old rentals and uh, she wants to, she wants to sell them. So I haven't even had the chance yet to go look at them or anything else, but uh, she got my postcard a long time ago too. So it's pretty crazy how people will hold on to these things and then call you when they're ready. That is crazy. They just tucked it away in their bookshelf until the time was right. Good moral of the story is stay in the biz. Well said by you, Paul. Well, let me pass this rhinoceros off to Matt. And uh, <laughs> why don't you get us started with the content of the meeting? I know you guys are going to love it because Brent is always a top guest. Yeah, absolutely. Brent, Brent uh, I mean, you've done probably three or four of these now with us. I mean, you're, you're one of our favorite recurring guests, man. So I uh, just quick for, you know, everybody on here should know Brent if you don't. Hey, he's spoken over 45,000 homeowners over you know many years now. He's truly a master in talking to sellers, um, built a multi-million dollar real estate business and also runs Wholesaling Inc. As you can see behind him, there's a rhinoceros running through his, uh, his office a couple of times back there. So uh, he, he's, uh, he's got you know, an education company, coaching company, um, and has just helped thousands of other wholesalers close deals. So today he's going to come on talk about sales and marketing, how to do 30 plus deals over the next 20, 20, or, uh, 12 months here. But um, Brent, I'll turn it over to you really to run with this. I know everybody feel free to either hit the raise hand button or put questions in the chat and we'll keep track of those. And um, Brent, again, thanks again for coming on, man. Very, uh, very excited to have you. It's my honor. I love you guys. You guys have made me an absolute fortune. So thank you, David, for, I don't know. I assume like in my mind, I just see you in like some dorm room cooking up this app and and really putting it all together and then getting your nerdy buddies to come along and help you like design it. And then all of a sudden we get to use this thing and it changes the whole industry because now we get to know everything about any property that we want when we're just driving around on the streets and or sitting in front of our computer doing it uh, through Google Maps. So um, let's just say I'm a, I'm a huge uh, supporter of Deal Machine and David and Matt and everything that they're doing. And um, I love this industry. I love the fact that we just spent uh, 23 minutes straight celebrating people's success from around the country, finding different deals. Um, it's the best business ever. I mean, I absolutely love it. I'm a deal junkie. Um, it's it's completely turned my life around financially. And I think you guys all get it as entrepreneurs. The better that we do financially, uh, it tends to, to to bleed into all parts of our lives, whether it's the relationships we have with our family, or friends, whatever. You know, the more successful that we can be and the more that we have stars in our eyes and electricity in our voice, the more people want to be around us. And that's really exciting. So um, I want to start out just remember this. <clears throat> There's certain stages of, of growing your business. The first stage is you got to find your tribe. I mean, you got to find who you're going to be hanging out with, who you're going to be surrounded by. You got to be around people that are doing this business. Cause the fact is, if you don't know anybody that's doing this on a, on a very personal level that you can speak to and talk to a few times a day or a week or a month or whatever else, um, it's just going to kind of slip through your fingers. You're going to be distracted by something else. You have to be around people doing this and it's got to be a gut feeling. You have to be, you have to understand when you walk into a room or you get into one of these zoom meetups uh or or you're watching a live that somebody's doing or a training that something's going on if you feel good in your gut really sink your teeth into the community because it's going to shorten the timeline and it's going to really give you the boost because you're going to go to the family reunion you're going to go to fourth of july you're going to go to thanksgiving and 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 the holidays and everything else and you're going to be excited about wholesaling and flipping and buying rental properties and apartments and all these things and you're going to physically see your family and friends eyes gloss over. They're just going to sit there dumbfounded and have no idea what you're talking about. All right. So it's absolutely critical that you find people that you can surround yourself. Next, you got to figure out your model. That's step two. What's your model? What are you going to do? Are you going to wholesale? Are you going to flip? Or are you going to buy and hold? If you try to do all three right off the bat, you're done. I'm just telling you, you're done. You try to do wholesale and flip, you're done right off the bat, you try to buy that rental and do wholesale and do flips, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of, you know, kind of piece it together, glue it all together, but it's not, it's not going to be something that's going to like change your family's financial future forever. It's not going to change the landscape of that. You got to pick a model and you got to stick with it and you got to, you got to really stay focused on it and put your attention on the model that you're following. 
because there is so many opportunities to to fall off of whatever path that you're 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 going down. So stay absolutely focused. And if you're just starting out and if you're building that, if you haven't done a million dollars a year in your business, like 90% of your attention should be lead management, uh, lead, lead uh, generation, lead generation, lead generation, lead generation, finding all those opportunities in the marketplace for you to start building that momentum, because that truly is the engine. If you're, if you're, if your business is like a train going down the tracks, just as a, a, a powerful analogy, the engine of that is your lead generation. And so you got to be really, really, really focused on it. It's not learning all these creative finance techniques. It's not learning how to go and pick out cabinets at Home Depot. It's not out there learning how to get into your CRM and learn how to automate your business so that AI does it for you. That's all bullshit, guys. It's all bullshit. It's all your ability to have conversations and make offers. That's our business. Conversations and offers, conversations and offers. That's all it comes down to. And so the more conversations you make and the more offers you make, the more money you make. That's the absolute fact. And then from there, once you do your first deal, then you get the consistency so that you could do this business full time and you could commit to it. Now you're self-employed. And now you, you, you build that momentum up to the point where you start firing yourself from different roles in the business. But what a lot of people do is they go, oh, I'm going to fire myself after I do my first deal. I'm going to make $150,000 and I'm going to hire four people to do all these roles. And unless you've done that for three straight months, I wouldn't hire anybody. I wouldn't invest in the business at all. I wouldn't invest in marketing channels at all. I would do exactly what you did to get those deals. And I would keep doing that and I would keep the money. I would put $10,000 into a business account and I would take $146,000 and put it in my personal account because it's going to be gone. I would, because it's your financial thermostat. Your financial thermostat is, is set so low as entrepreneurs. And this, I'm speaking to myself and my experience and what I've experienced a lot is you get these big chunks of money, go, I don't deserve that. I can't take that. I can't possibly take that home and pay off all my student debt, credit card debt, car payments, all that. I couldn't possibly do that. I'm going to put that on the side. I'm going to put it into this vehicle called my business. And then that's going to make me way more money. And it's going to be 10X that. It won't. It's gone. It's absolutely gone. Your financial thermostat has to be set so high that your expectations of the profit that you take home are so powerful. It's absolutely the fact because you're going to be lulled into people selling you, yo, you got to go do all these things and you got to get all these resources and you got to try this marketing and that marketing. And this is working right now. And that's, this is the latest, greatest thing that's happening in real estate. And it's not guys, conversations and offers. Now, listen, I'm not saying that you stay in the role, uh, in every single role in your business for forever, but earn the right to fire yourself. And by the way, fire yourself with people that are going to be way better than you at that job. Guess what people that are way better at you than you at that job want? They want to be able to respect that you know what the hell you're doing, right? How do you know what you're doing if you've never done it? How do you know what you're doing if you haven't built a business? How do you know what you're doing if your vision for your company, you're just outsourcing to other people's talents? Stop. Stop. Just take it in. Go through that hustle season. Embrace it. Love it. That's why you need the tribe. That's why you need to keep the money. That's why you need to start every day at zero. Zero opportunities. Zero deals pending. Zero leads. And just keep growing and growing and growing and growing because complacency is the silent killer in our business. And we try to replace ourselves. And then we're like, you know, think that we're these great entrepreneurs or not earn that right. Build in a great system. Stay focused on one thing, buying rentals, flips or wholesale. Don't do them all. And then go really, really deep and build a business that then functions without you. And then do whatever you want. Go bananas. But build a cash flowing asset first, build something that's going to pay you 40, 50, $60,000 a month without you having to go on appointments, without you having to make phone calls, without you texting anybody. But that doesn't happen. You can't replace yourself with people that are unbelievable. If you haven't done it yourself, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. You're going to, you're going to spend all that money. You're going to hire a bunch of people and then it's going to go completely kaput. Can I, can I get, can I become the host, Matt? Can you make me the host? Can I show yep. you the process here? Yeah, give me just one second here. There you go. All right. And then I'll get into adding um, 30 deals. But I just think that this is absolutely fundamental that I share this with you. This is the path. And I've been doing this. I can't see this, Matt. Can you see it? Can you guys see it? There you we go. Can it. you see it? Mm -hmm. 
Yep. All right. This is the step, right? This is the step from working uh, in your business to on your business. You're doing everything. You're doing admin work. You're doing lead generation. You're converting it. You're, um, I can't see that, Matt. Okay. You're doing the exit strategy, right? And level one, you're doing everything. You're that pink, you're that Pepto-Bismol in there, right? You're that one. And then you get to the point where you get a virtual assistant to start doing some admin work, but you're doing all the rest. And then you get, and then the, the, the very first person that's going to be a real core member of your team is going to be you and somebody else that's doing lead generation with you, right? Whether that be a texter, a caller, somebody that is running your pay-per-click or doing your, doing your uh, direct mail or doing your marketing, somebody that can absolutely keep everything consistent and add to your lead generation. This isn't you firing yourself from lead generation. This is you and somebody else doing it. All right. The next person that you're going to add that's going to be absolutely critical is going to be a junior acquisitions manager. You're going to have so many leads in your pipeline that you need somebody that's going to stay in the office all day and deal with those leads and work with those leads and have conversations and, and be on the phone all day. And you're going to be out in the in the streets going on appointments. I always believe that somebody should be um, in the office at all times and somebody should be on the streets at all times. And if you've ever hired an acquisition manager or you've done this yourself, uh, you know that your lead follow-up uh, kind of falls apart as soon as you start going on appointments. Because then all of a sudden you're driving around, you're going on these appointments, you're preparing for them, you're doing the comps, you're doing all these things. And then all of a sudden you, you kind of get backed up and there's a clog there. So to, to relieve that clog, you have somebody that's always following up with leads and their job is to, to, to just shorten the timeline and to give you the opportunity to go on appointments. And then from there, you're still, you're still on the phones. You're still generating leads all the way to level five. And then you completely replace yourself from the sales process. You have a closer and you have a junior acquisitions manager and they are doing all the sales. You're still selling the deals and you're still bringing in some leads. And then finally you replace yourself. You're still selling your deals, but every other part of the business is taken care of. And then at level seven, you are out of it. And so this is the, this is the path to follow guys. I've been, I've tried everything over 19 years to try to figure out what the right process for long lasting, um, uh, low turnover business that's profitable. All right. And this is the model that, that has been formed through the evolution of the last 19 years. And, and, it, and it works really, really, really well. And it's a, it's a, it's a business that you profit 50%. It's a 50% profitable business. And right here, I've got our stats. And so far this year, we've done 1.2, uh, 1,205,043,000 in um, assignment fees and uh, and closings so far this year. And I have gone on none of those appointments. I don't know yeah. anything about these. I mean, I look at some of these deals and they're good. Uh, and I like looking at them because I'm a deal junkie, but I don't have, they don't need my input on them. But it took a long time to be able to build that. Um, so just be patient when it comes to hiring people. Remember, a business is just your vision of what you want to do professionally in your life. And then you convince a bunch of other people that it's a great idea to join in on this vision. But the vision can't just be, uh, I just want to go out there and, and make a bunch of money. There has to be some mission behind it that you can rally behind. And you got to figure that out over time. And you have to understand that it's just, it's your plan. Whatever it is, you just make it up. You just do it. And then over time, you just add other people's input to it. And now you've got a really solid business. That's all a business is. So, so basically, a lot of people, we get excited about outsourcing, but you're saying make a lot of money first at level one where you're doing everything. Yeah, listen, I've seen ups, downs. I've seen average. I've seen flat. The fact is, anytime that the economy, if it's an accordion, anytime it squeezes in just a little bit, people that don't have skills are gone. They're gone. People that don't have skills are, are gone. Skills like sales skills is what you're saying? Yeah, lead generation, conversion, and uh, dispositions. Could you put a benchmark on those seven levels in terms of maybe revenue or deals, for example, or time? Yeah, I don't think you should hire anybody until you have made minimum 30 grand three straight months. That's an old Sean Terry rule, and I love it. And so not, I give him not full even credit a virtual for, assistant. Nope. Like, got it. No. 
Listen, I have, I have, <laughs> I have had so many opportunities to grow businesses over the last 19 years where I barely took any salary for myself. And then at the end of the day, when anything changed, when any economic shifts happens, which happens all the time, all of a sudden, uh, I don't have any money. The money's gone. And then you have all these responsibilities. I mean, I don't think people realize how how big of a responsibility it is to have somebody's financial future in your hands. It's why that it's, it's, it's a crazy responsibility. And if you don't take it seriously, um, then just be a solopreneur for a while. I'm going to play the devil's advocate because sometimes I see people jump to level three yeah. before they've made 30,000 a month, perhaps, but they justify it because the person they brought in to do their lead gen, they're not paying any type of salary. They're just saying, Hey, you do this you'll make a commission on the deal. Anybody have a structure like that that's worked long-term on the screen? Because I've tried it. I've tried it with agents. I've tried it with people that, listen, people hit me up every single day, David, saying, hey, listen, if you'll just show me how to do this business, I'll work for free. Every And, and I've done it. And they last two days. They last two weeks. They last three weeks. You know what I mean? Nobody's lasted more than, than six weeks. And they were actually doing my driving for dollars. I had people that would just go out and drive for dollars for me using deal machine, uh, the big community plan and, um, and, uh, and, and drive for dollars and they didn't last. And I was giving them everything. You know what I mean? So um, listen, if you want people that are going to be consistent and not worry about, um, being secure financially, you got to pay them a salary. Everybody on my, I have four people that run my business. Every single one of them have a base salary of 80 grand sales guys included people go, you can't do that with sales guys. They won't be hungry. They're hungrier. They're looking at the upside and they're not worried about, Oh my gosh, am I going to be able to, you know, uh, pay my bills this month type of thing. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Anyway. Um, but to get to the 30 deals, which is kind of the, the, the whole point of this, um, I, I think that, um, there is a big shortage in people getting loud about what they do on social media. I think I, at minimum, you need to turn your phone around and you need to have a conversation with your phone and just document twice a day what you're doing in your real estate business and how excited you are about your real estate business because friends, family, real estate agents, other people will just send you deals. And the 30 deals that I'm talking about is building up to the point where you have 30 people in your life that are going to send you one deal a year, just 30 people. And most of those, probably 20 of those are going to be like real estate agents or other wholesalers. The other 10 are going to come from your inner circle and from just people, you know, that, that understand that you're the person to go to that likes buying ugly houses. Right. And it's simply just getting loud, turning around the phone and walking through a property, turning around when you're making a call, turning around when you are driving for dollars, doing some of these things and just showing that you have excitement for this business and people will start sending you these opportunities and they're free. This is pure profit. It doesn't cost you anything for this, but I'm. It, it, you can't just be secretive out there. You can't just be like, oh, what are people going to think? I'm a, I'm an attorney, but now I'm doing real estate. I can't possibly talk about that. Or I'm a school teacher. Or I'm a nurse or I'm in the military. I'm all, doing all these other things. You're a real estate entrepreneur. And it, you should be excited about being a real estate entrepreneur. So just be super excited about being a real estate entrepreneur. Turn your phone around and get really loud and make it a point with you and everybody else in your staff that you find 30 people minimum that are going to send you one deal a year. And you're going to have to filter that and it's going to take some time and it's going to take some time. But I'm telling you, once you start getting those referrals in, we've already got eight this year. Eight this year for 183,000. And that's just from people from, from social media and from other wholesalers and from other, uh, from agents sending us deals. Those are free deals. And so um, turn your camera around, be brave and use it as a tool as opposed to a distraction. And, uh, and, and, and instead of entertainment, use it as a resource. 
and just let everybody know and be super excited about it. And then really take an effort to make sure that you find those 30 people as fast as possible. So you should be talking to real estate agents. You should be talking to other wholesalers that are coming up in this industry. You should talk to established uh, investors that are in this business and, and, um, and maybe they don't want to deal, but they like you anyway. And then from there, you have to nurture those relationships. I want you to reach out to them at least once a month, preferably twice a month. Reach out with a quick text. I'm looking to buy something. Do you have anything that I could buy? I'm looking to buy an ugly house. What do you got? I'm looking, I'm looking for, a, for, for a great project. What do you have for me? Right. And then just keep sending that every two weeks. Call them up if you want, text them if you want, DM them if you want, whatever it is, whatever way that they want you to communicate with them, communicate with them. But just be in front of them twice a month and build that 30 person um, group that's going to refer you a minimum of 30 deals a year. And once you have that, you've got that, uh, you nurture that relationship for forever. And then you just have those coming in all the time. 30 extra deals in Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix's average deal size is 25K times 30. That's bananas. It's so good. It's like $750,000. You know what I mean? Like just added to your business. So be confident out there. Have a bunch of courage. Turn your phone around. Get super loud and uh, post twice a day about uh, you know something that you're doing with real estate. And at the end of it, say, uh, send me your deals. Send me whatever you have. I'm looking to buy. I'm looking to buy ugly houses. Uh, send me if you have anything. Reach out. I had a student yesterday, uh, Monday, uh, Stephanie in the Rhino Tribe, Stephanie Hunt. Glow nose, glow noser. Uh, I think Sean, Sean waits on here. She's phenomenal. She had, she, she attempted the hundred contact challenge. She was cold calling for 12 hours to talk to a hundred people. And she kept posting just to her Instagram and Facebook. It's, I've, I've talked to 15 people, 85 more to go. I've talked to 50 people, 50 more to go. She had a friend who just inherited a property see these posts and she's going to get this deal. She knows she, she's already negotiated the price and she's going to make $30,000 on this. Just by documenting that she was having a hundred contact challenge. That's literally out of thin air. Absolutely. And it's like, listen, the first way to get wealthy, the most exciting way is to find like buried treasure. The second way is to get referrals to deals that we can just wholesale. That's it. I'm telling you, it's the absolute best is getting deals that people just land into our lap and they just say, here's the price. Do you want to buy it? I mean, that's the best. Buried treasure first and then uh, free deals from referrals for wholesale deals. That's it. So, I mean, unless you're out there with a the metal detector, I think this is probably the better path for financial freedom would be, would be to get loud and to post your to social media and let everybody know um, what you're excited about. Does that all make stop sense? It with the, stop it with the buried treasure bit. That's too good. Well, I mean, come on. If you had to, if they were like, okay, this is how you can get wealthy, that'd probably be the coolest. Anyway, um, so that's it. 30, 30 people referring you one deal a year, add it to your business. And, and really... We're, we're very transactional and I, I have uh, been very transactional for a long time, just, just running and gunning, finding opportunities, but how about going to your, um, and this is something that actually bubbled to the surface of um, yesterday with the conversation, uh, the podcast that I did with Paul, and he's got 460 Google reviews from people. How about going back to the people that you're doing deals with the property owners that you're doing deals with and reaching out to them once a month and saying, Hey, do you have anybody else that we can help out. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're super pumped that they sold their property. They're done with it. They're kind of faded out into the shadows, but you can send a text to them once a month forever and just see if they know anybody else, the likelihood that they run in the same circles with people that are going to have personal problems with their property are probably high. So like reach out to all the other people, build that referral based business on the back end of being super proactive on the back of marketing. And, um, and then you got all three, you hit all three ways to find deals, which is marketing, prospecting and uh, referrals. And you get those extra 30. It's it, it, it really makes uh, a year so much better.
the profitability of your uh, of your year so much better. So that's it. Sorry, I'm coming at you guys hard. I'm coming at you guys. I'm just excited to be here. Uh, I got seven hours of sleep, which never happens. So you guys are getting the full, full energy today. <laughs> Brent, how long did it take you to get your business to 50% net profit profitability? I saw someone posted in the comments. Is that before taxes or after? So how long did it take you to get there? And, and how did you end up that, getting that, there? That's, that's my take home. Right. So that's my take home. And then I'll get taxed on that. I mean, LLCs are pass-throughs right. anyway. So sure. um, the um, it, I, I was much higher. That's, that's, that's coming down, Paul. Right. When it's just me out there, I'm taking home most of it. I'm taking home 95% because I was scrappy. Right. I just want, I went out and I, before deal machine was created in 2013, I'm driving around neighborhoods in a beat up old car and I'm writing down addresses for these properties and uh, I'm going to find their phone numbers and give them a call. And so there was no budget there. I mean, when I made money, it was all mine. And so, um, yeah, it's, you know, the, the profitability comes down as you get bigger. And so you got to be really conscious on, all right, if I bring more people on into the business, how much more income do I need to increase this business by to be able to, 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 to hire this person and to increase the amount of lead generation that we need? And is it still profitable? Am, am, I, am I still taking home the amount that I want, the profitability that I want every single month? And it's just critical. I'm just telling you, like, as an entrepreneur, it's very easy to get distracted if you're not paying yourself. If you're not paying yourself a ridiculous amount where you're like, oh, I hope this doesn't run out. This is nice. You're taking home that $40,000, $60,000 a month from your business. It stops you from going, oh, well, I'm going to go over here and start a drop shipping business. Oh, I'm going to go over here and uh, start learning about, you know, uh, virtual real Bitcoin. estate flipping or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we have crazy minds. We have a big motor. We have a lot of potential inside of ourselves. And if we don't have something that's really taking our attention, it will go somewhere else. It will. It's like a, it's like a flowing river and it is, it is going to find somewhere else to go. And so I like it keeping directed somewhere where it's a cash cow. And if it's so a cash to, cow, I'm going to stay focused. Not, not to pick on Mitch, but he said he was investing the whole $158,000 back into his business. Would you advise differently? Uh, yeah, I would keep 10 grand and I would take 140 and put it in my account. Okay. I'm serious. I'm getting, I, 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 ooh. I love scraping the tiles. I'll, I'll scrape the top off of my business account every day. You know what I mean? If it hits, if it hits over 90 days of expenses, it's going into my account. And I pay a ton in taxes, by the way. And everybody's like, oh, you can't. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, but you got to buy eight times as much real estate every single year as your income to be able to write off all your, in, all, all of your, um, your taxes. You're going to get paid. You're going to pay taxes. That's the, that's the rent that we pay to live in this country. So let's, let's just put that all to the side. Let's just say I, I'm going to pay the highest tax rate possible for now. And I'm going to just focus on making more money. Brent, See, we got a question from Kelly Payne. She says she can drive for dollars virtually or physically. Would you recommend which one? Um, I, well, I, it's, I would say, and I don't think it's an either or. Unless you're you're you know looking at virtual markets, um, but I we do a lot of damage um, through Google Maps, but a lot of a lot of Phoenix, a lot of Arizona um, has those those cars going around all the time, so the pictures are very updated. So if you're in a more rural area or you're in a smaller town and, and Google Maps hasn't, you know, they update like once a year, or once every couple of years, um, then you're probably going to want to get in your car. Great. Any other questions? Unmute and ask or post in the chat. Uh, I got some going on. So uh, there's this house. Um, it, I texted him and we were apart from numbers. He's had it listed for four months. Now, how would you restart a conversation like that? Say that again, David. Sorry. I was reading. Yeah, the... I've been talking to a seller. We were too far apart on numbers. He listed it. It's been listed for four months. And I'm wondering, how would you, re how would you continue to re-engage and stay in touch with that seller? Well, listen, we're deal finders, not deal creators. 
that's just fundamental. So even though he should sell at a certain price and should get rid of it, it's not necessarily going to happen. So the conversation I would have with that agent is if you don't sell for this price, what's the plan for the property? Right. And then from there they go, Oh, well, we'll keep it or we'll do this. And you could say, well, listen, I can get you that price, but it'll have to be in payments. Would you be open to payments on it? And so that's, that, that's what you, if, if they're too high on price and the property's not totally destroyed, um, then you can go a more creative route. And then uh, that's a whole different conversation. But um, if they're, you're not going to convince them to take a certain price, uh, you could throw in your offer. And we, we have, we have a very strong philosophy that we never tell people what they should sell their property for. We only tell them what we can offer. This is what we're willing to offer. So you got to really watch, and especially any of those real estate agents that are on here and watching this afterwards, um, going in and telling, if you're going to go in as the buyer, then you don't tell them what they should sell their property for. You just tell them what you can pay for it. And that'll, that, that'll relieve a lot of heartache. Um, and a lot of a lot of congestion in your business with a lot of um, unqualified leads that'll never do business with you. Mm -hmm. Be a deal finder, not a deal creator. Yep. Uh, staying in touch is helpful. He might sell it after a while. Realize he doesn't get doesn't actually uh, sell it at the price. But I like the question: If you don't sell at that price, what are your plans for the property? Yeah, and then I, I think a, there, there's two very powerful questions that Ryan, uh, my acquisition manager who's just phenomenal is, is really good at, at pulling out. And that question, the first question is what's your goal? What's your goal with this property? What's your goal with this property? Second question is what's important to you about the buyer for this property? When you ask what's important. So I would ask that agent, I would ask that seller that has that property on there for a while. What's important about the buyer for this property. And if they're like, I don't give a shit. I just want the money. Then you know what you're dealing with. Right. And so um, that's, and, and that's most people you're looking for the other six to 10% that want to trade uh, price for speed and convenience. Parker Folly wants to know what's a good question to start building rapport or get the seller to tell about the issues they have. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, there, there's a process to this. Okay. So um, there's, an, there's, there's four pillars of pre-qualifying. Uh, there's four ingredients to this uh, wholesale burrito, okay? It's the condition of the property, the timeline to sell, their motivation to sell it, and their price. And, and, and I like it in that order. I like asking about the property first because it, it lets them open up and it lets the, the conversation breathe a little bit. Um, so they just start telling you about the property and what's going on with it. And then you, then you ask them when, when do they want to sell it? When do they want their money out of this? Ideally, when, when would you want your money out of this property? We can typically close in 14 to 30 days. Does that work for you? And, and now you've got the condition, you've got the timeline. Most of the time they tell you why they want to sell it. They tell you, oh, well, I got to wait until this person gets out of the property or uh, the, the condition conditions totally beat up. I've had tenants in there for 15 years. They've never done any repairs and it's just, it, it's a total mess. It needs uh, a full renovation. I mean, they're usually pretty honest about the condition of the property. Um, so it's the condition, timeline, motivation, price, but the wrapping, the tortilla of this burrito the most important thing that holds this all together is have they made the decision they're going to sell this? It is amazing how much time we spend with people that just want us to comp their property that are just curious about what somebody would offer them. So true. They haven't made the decision that they're going to sign a document that's going to transfer ownership to somebody else. We're not in the business of comping their properties. So right. it's so great you pre-qualify that before you go any further. Some people yeah. call those tire kickers, but Stefan Lessie's got a property that, uh, okay, he's, uh, it says, I have a guy that contacted me about a property he's selling. He's under contract to sell it for 165. I asked him straight up if he's wholesaling, but assured him I'm cool with it. He's also wholesaling. Is there a way we could both walk away with a win? Okay. Is that from Kevin? Um, this well, Stefan was the guy who asked uh, the question. He wants to JV. Sounds like he wants to JV. 
yeah, yeah, you could JV. Who has the deal, David, in that scenario? Stefan, Stefan Lessie talked to a guy. Stefan, okay. are you there? You on mute? Sorry, sometimes when you ask questions, I think you're asking it to the whole crowd. And I'm kind of like looking at the chats. I was like, there's 99 plus chats in it. This is crazy. So I kind of like goldfished for a second there. So he's got a deal where some guy's bringing it. He's already got the deal locked up. So what I gather is Stefan has a wholesaler friend who's selling a property for 165. Okay. And I guess uh, Stefan wants to try and get it sold to Stefan's buyers. Good. And this might be like the first JV opportunity for Stefan. So awesome. is there like uh, any recommendations, any pitfalls, any agreements that you would use? Um, it just depends. I mean, does he, can he sell it above that price and add in his fee on top of that? Or does he have to get in with the at one sixty five and like split whatever the, the profits are at that. So I'd, I would figure that out first. Um, from there, I would say, what has your action been on? What are you doing to sell your deal right now? What's the action been? Uh, do you have people that are seeing it? Do you have other offers coming in? And then um, from there, I would just get on the horn with all of the cash buyers that you have and say, hey, do you want this deal? And then be quick. It's it, it's definitely speed, 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 speed. So find a, a buyer that's interested and let them know. Awesome. All right. So we, okay. If you have any other questions, let me know. I know Lindsay Nero, this is a question for you, Brent. Just trying to help out reading the chat. Uh, if you find a property with deal machine and then you skip trace and call it, is there a need to send a postcard also? Not a need, but it's, you know, what if you don't get a hold of them? What if it's the wrong number? What if you just call and call and call and, uh, and text and, and do everything that you can, but there's just no response. And so um, it just depends on your budget, but I think that it's, it's, if you're going to send mail, uh, the deal machine driving for dollars list is, is the one you want to send it to for sure. Cause listen, ugly houses have to sell to cash buyers. Banks won't lend on them. All right. And then somebody from St. Louis says, what if you wind up on, what if your postcard winds up on the fridge for a year and a half? Well, that's like Fred, he just got the call and he finally closed it. So, um, you know, Brent, I was just answering, I was just answering their question of, do you send them a postcard? I've, I've walked through houses where I've seen my uh, postcard and competitor postcards on the fridge while I'm going through an appointment. So. Oh, so you're uh, say, say that again. And what's your name, by the way? Yeah, it's Pat. Hey, Pat. So you're saying you went yeah, on an so appointment and you saw somebody else's postcard on the fridge. Yeah, my postcard and then other like competitor mailers, you know, other deal machine postcards on the refrigerator. So basically the question of you can skip trace them and get their number. But to Brent's point, if you don't get a hold of them, like your your flyers either winding up in their important documents or it's on a fridge somewhere. So. Nice. Well, uh, good job getting the appointment. Uh, how did it go? Uh, the, the seller ended up, so the, the relative was going into a retirement community and they had some sort of workaround with somebody they knew in order to shield the retirement community, what they were actually selling the house for. And, uh, they were, the whole thing was a scam and, you know, so, yeah. Brent, as we wrap things up, what do you want to leave us with as advice? Uh, I mean, listen, the, 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 in my experience, the people that stay the most focused on one, uh, on building one business at a time, uh, win the longest, win the longest. And so, uh, I don't have any interest in building something that I have to, uh, redo every few years. So I stay super focused. I don't do flips. Typically, um, I have a very meek rental portfolio because I think single family rentals is a big old trap, big financial trap. Um, and uh, I just have a cash flowing businesses that, 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 that do really well. And I think that uh, at the end of the day, what we're looking for is 
to really build something special with people that we love and um, to, to be able to do that, we have to stay focused. And so focus uh, and focus on conversations and making offers and get loud about what you do. And you literally cannot lose. You can't lose. You'll only win and you win massively. If you stay focused, you surround yourself with people that you love. Uh, you, you, you come into this business with a lot of optimism and positivity, a lot of enthusiasm, and, um, you get loud about it and, and, and focus on conversations and offers. And beyond that, all the different techniques, all the different paperwork, all the different strategies, um, kind of melt away. If you just focus on that and you'll go and make a fortune. So a lot of people are really smart. I need you guys all to be really dumb. I need you to be the dumbest real estate investors of all time. And I don't mean unintelligent. I don't mean low IQ. I mean, just keep it dumb, simple, and don't get over your skis and you're going to win the most. You're going to be that. You're going to be that guy. We all know that person. We all know that entrepreneur. You're like that. I, I have no idea how that guy's a millionaire. I have no idea. He's like the, I, I don't, you know, he's, it's just so simple. And that's, that's how it works. I'm telling you, we're not Elon Musk. We're not going out there doing crazy shit. We're, we're finding houses that are ugly and we're solving the problems of the property owners. We're matching up with, with either ourselves or with other investors and, uh, and living a great life. This is the best business. Stay in it, stay focused, ugly houses, big checks. That's it. People ask me all the time how I became a millionaire. They can't believe it because I'm so dumb, but I just tell them <laughs> you got to check out Brent Daniels page and focus. Love that. Thank you so much, Brent. Uh, I've got a uh, link down here. If you guys would mind rating this masterclass anonymously, mm -hmm. and uh, you can give us tips on what else you need help with. And I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Brent, Brent if, if the people want to connect with you directly, should they go to social or is there a place to get in touch with you too? Or yeah, guys, I invite, we put a lot of love and time and attention into our YouTube channel. Uh, Wholesaling Inc. podcast is, um, has, is the longest and, and uh, the biggest uh, when it comes to just specifically wholesaling. So I'd invite you to check it out. And then wholesalinginc.com. We got a ton of uh, resources and downloads and uh, it's awesome. So check it out. Thanks, Brent. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll see everybody on the next class. Matt, do you have any announcements? Any more final announcements you want to make? No, same just to wrap time, it up. same place next week. Yeah, same time, same place next week. Um, Ryan, put all those links in the chat. Maybe Ryan, if you do that one more time, if he's on the call still. Um, we had a bunch of resources for you guys between the Facebook uh, community, the uh, past master classes. There you go, office hours. So anything deal machine related, make sure to go to those office hours with Ryan. Um, he's fantastic at that. And otherwise, we'll uh, see you guys next week. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Take Happy care, deal finding. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.